Welcome in. It's the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. A brand spanking new edition of this here show. It is, uh, it's November 27th. Wow. It's almost December. Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine, who's traveling back from New Jersey today. Thanks for having me, my friends. Happy to have you back. Holly Roberts is back from a little time off last week. Hello. Welcome back, Holly. Thank you. Thank Ooh. you. Yeah, Holly, you were somewhere warm, weren't you? Well, semi-warm. Warmer than here. Okay. Las, Which is, Las Cruces. Yes. Yeah. New Mexico. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Yes. How I was were the trying white... to remember what southwestern state you were in. There are these beautiful, like, white sand beaches there. Uh, a beach, I guess for it to be a beach, there needs to be, needs to be water. against water. Is it a sand dune? Uh, this is White Sands National Park. Oh. Did you go again, right? Oh, yeah. And did the big trail, the Alkali Flats Trail, which is a five mile hike through sand dunes. Oh, my God. You probably felt like you were in the movie Dune or Star Wars, like you're out there. Right. I mean, it's a very desolate, peaceful feeling. It's wonderful. It was a little windy on the day that we went, so we didn't get the peace and quiet. Okay, but it is like you were on another planet. No way. I've never been to New Mexico ever in my life. It's on my real list. I would love to do like a Santa Fe girls trip. You would like Santa Fe. I mean, I think I'd probably be intrigued by the rest of the places, too. Yeah. Albuquerque. Listen, I lived for three years in Albuquerque and we got there and I remember arriving there and thinking like, oh, my gosh, you think you've landed on the surface of the moon. You feel like this is what astronauts feel like when they land at this airport because <laughs> you look to the right and it's just like open Mesa. At least, you know, when, when we were there 13 years ago, it was like hang a left and it's just Mesa for miles, just empty coyotes and tumbleweeds. And that's it. And then I would drive to the end of this long road and where the road legitimately came to a dead end. Do yeah. not enter beyond this is where we worked. And that is where <laughs> Netflix now has some of their studios there. At ABQ Studios, they Netflix is set up there, and it, but a, a very interesting place to go to. We ended up loving it, and we just lived in sort of suburban Albuquerque. You went to Santa Fe a few times; it was nice, but it was it was it was quiet. They say it's either like a really small big city or a really big small town. Well, that's I like a big small town. It's easy to get around. And now you put green chilies on everything. Yeah, those everything. Hatch chilies. Oh yeah, well Hatch is near Las Cruces. Listen. So, oh, really? I've just yeah. been discovering these hatch chilies. Oh, I don't think I know about that. They're hatch a green chili. chili. Uh huh. They're unbelievably good, and there's a season for them, and people lose their minds really? for them. And then um, Kirsten Swanson, who is a reporter at KSTP, and used to be in Albuquerque. She was in Albuquerque, and we did a um, two years in a row at the state fair. We've done pie baking competitions mm. where the news talent will compete against one another. Boy, mm. I had a weird news dream last night holy bucket still reeling anyway you kissed somebody no no it was a big mistake i got i'll tell you about it anyway um but she made this hatch chili apple pie and it had cheddar Mm. it was like hatch and it sounded so bizarre and then we took bites of it we lost our minds and i was like and then i went down this deep dark like i love a hatch chili who knew what is it where do i get more it's kind of hard to get them yeah. I guess there's a place called Hatch, New Mexico. There is. Huh. And that's where the Hatch chilies come from. Wow. Are they green? Yes. Yeah, they're green. Yeah. And they're not... Are um, they spicier than a typical kind of. green chili? No. I mean, more than like a green pepper. They're not like a green pepper. They're a chili. And they're bigger, aren't they? Yes. Paul's? Yeah. yeah. They're now, bigger. Ha- yeah. My experience with green chili, just to offset Foodie Elizabeth, is the first weekend we were there, we went to Burger King, a drive through I wanted to check out the local delicacies. Yeah. <laughs> and so we go to this Burger King, and I order my freaking Whopper, right? 
And then they said, would you like uh, green chili on that? Like you could choose green or red chili or you could do both Christmas. Oh my and gosh, it how was culturally like at, respectful of Burger thank King. Thank you so much. And so you could just get it right there on your Whopper. Everything. You always had the ad- optional addition of green or red chili. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I you like gotta be a pretty spice. big chili fan to really for that to pay off. But it was interesting. It was like this is a different part of the country where they do they they don't know of a Burger King experience without the option of green or red chili. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the chili sauce. I I invite a restaurateur. To make New Mexican cuisine in Minnesota. Yes. Ima- oh. Please declare the invitation. Yes. Now. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. This is official. Because it is a very specific kind of chili sauce that I can't find anywhere here in the Twin Cities. New Mexican cuisine is a cuisine unto itself. And I welcome someone who is handy in the kitchen and who has access to great chilies. Start making that enchilada sauce, Oh, my god! Start making it. Yeah, speak it mm. into existence. Oh. Holly Roberts. Yeah. That's really good. I like this idea. This is good. Um, this we... is the greatest thing about living in America. Diversity of food. Guess what they don't have when you go to Italy? Like, a ton of restaurants that aren't Italian. Interesting. Because and it really is. That's the truth. The other day, I, I asked uh, my wife, Lou, I said, if you had to choose where you could only three meals a day, yeah. you only have... One of these sorts of cuisine, and the options that I laid out were, uh, let's go Asian. That's broad. Like a pan-Asian. So Asian, so you can, like, we can have Thai food, we can have Japanese food, we can have Chinese food. So do you want Asian? That's good, because there's a lot of diversity there. There So then that's a good choice. But there is also sort of like a a universal... You're going to be dairy-free. You are going to be dairy-free. You're not going to have a cream sauce. Do you want Italian food? That's mm. your second option. Yeah, that's delicious. Uh, your we third, like the pasta. Third option um, for for us was Indian food, which you could you could argue that into greater Asia. But let's say Indian on, on its own right. Indian and also diverse. American. Oh, what if we yeah. went like this? I would even say this: uh, Chinese food, Italian food, Indian food, or American food. That's it for the rest of your life. You never taste any other of those cuisines again. Which of those four do you choose? I went Chinese. I know, but I since you limited it to Chinese, which it sounds so silly because Chinese is like so diverse and massive. Sure. But then I like really love Thai flavors. But All right. Like, what if I just anything, open it up into Asian? Let's then say I would, Asian. Then food. I would go Asian probably. Okay. Yeah. I would. I feel the so best. you never have any other pasta again for the rest of your life with the this Chinese decision. The Chinese invented le noodle. And so I'll have their noodles, and they're wonderful. That is true. A ramen noodle, those like those wide noodles. Yeah. What are those? I forget. They're so good. And those little rice noodles in a spring roll. Yeah. Oh, I love spring rolls. Sushi oh is the one. We were just talking about this at my in-laws' house. Sushi is the one type of food that I can always out-eat my husband. Like, oh, really? He'll be like, I'm tapped out. I'm like, I got six more pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I can, like always. I don't know why. It just doesn't. It just makes me feel good. It makes me so happy. Like, I should be eating rice exclusively. It sits so well in my tum-tum. We got these spring rolls from Costco last week. And Lou said, by the way, I picked up these new spring rolls. Um, and it was late. It was like 11 o'clock. And she said, so if you're still hungry. And I was like, okay. So she goes up to bed. And I go out and get the box. And it says, um, they're like mini. They're like the size of your thumb. If you had a really fat thumb. And they're wrapped in that like rice paper? Not the rice paper. This is a more of a deep fried situation. Oh, those are egg rolls. Yeah. But they called them spring rolls. Yeah, that's the box, tricky. But it wasn't like that see-through cellophane situation. Oh, I think I know what ones you're talking about. 
so I look and it says four of these are a serving. And I thought four, that is pathetic. So I doubled it and I was like, we'll just do eight here. It's fine. Did you put them in the air fryer? Two separate times. I had 16 spring rolls <laughs> between 11 and 1230 that night. And it was so good. And let me say, and then we're out of time. I have long made fun of my wife because she's the kind of person will go out to we'll, we'll pick up food at a, any sort of fast uh, food restaurant or fast casual. And she, at the end of it, if there are extra sauces, she'll put them in a little container. And I'm like, throw them out. Whatever. We'll go there again. I'm sure they have excess of them. She keeps them in a container. I go and I look for sauce. And they came with sauce, but the sauce wasn't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. I go and I open one one door. And I see this this whole white container, like a rectangular open top box. Of just condiments? Of condiments yeah. that this woman has saved throughout the last several years, I'm sure. She's a treasure. And I found out, like, all of the, there were, like, payway sauces. There were all sorts of Asian sauces. There were, By the way, the spring rolls pair very well with Chick-fil-A sauce. I can tell you that from experience. <laughs> but I, the next morning, I said, hey, I made fun of you for a long time. I was so appreciative that you did that after thinking you were just such a nerd for doing that all these years. It really paid off. Remember when my husband, Jay, was like, I went to this great new restaurant and I loved it so much. I was over on the west side and it's called Pee Wee. And it is delicious. That's an easy mistake to make. It was Pee Wee and it was so good. And I came into the office just rolling to tell Steve. Hashtag I stand with Jay. That's an easy mistake to make. All right. Anyway, we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, speaking of food, uh, it was, of course, Thanksgiving last week. And so why don't we do a, a little rundown of how Thanksgiving went? I had a local media personality who joined us first to enter the house. And there was a moment where I thought, dear God, he might not leave tonight. I'll tell you about it. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, it's up? Stevie Boy here for my buddies at the Canopy Group. You know, they're an insurance agency that is unique. Why? Well, they offer 16 carefully selected insurance companies for home and auto. And here's a fun little holiday analogy. Uh, would you be satisfied if, like, the only dessert that you could have this season was just fruitcake? Nothing against fruitcake, but it's just like, that's all you got is fruitcake? That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, your neighbor creates a dessert exchange with his 40 fun family members, and they make a variety of desserts, like Divinity, oh, we've got peanut brittle, fudge, cutouts. Okay, we get it. You have options. Well, the Canopy Group, guess what? They're all about options. That's why their insurance agency offers those 16 companies. In addition, they've got 40 licensed little elves who are working behind the scenes to assure you always have the best coverage at the very best price. Hey, remember, their clients' average savings happens to be over $800 when they make the switch for their home and auto. So it's time for you to get some options, and I know the place you can get it. Go to thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Hey! Welcome back. Don and Steve. The experience on My Talk 1071 at 930. We'll be joined by Maddie B. from TV. He'll bring three things that we need to know today. Uh, Holly Roberts is behind the glass pushing all sorts of buttons that allow you to hear us. She could push a button right now. Radio's up. She's got the power. But we trust her. Mm. She's keeping us on the air today. Thank you, Holly. We've got Elizabeth Reese, uh, former MyTalk personality until she was more or less fired. Unceremoniously relieved of my duties. Uh, but now here you are again. That's nice feels, to be back. That's even. You more or less forced me off of local television because I had a brown tooth. <laughs> And so, you know, turnabout is fair play, I would say. Oh, my gosh. Brownie. R.I.P. Yeah. He's getting all straightened out and he's getting lighter. A lot of people are starting to call him beigey. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So things are looking up. What an exciting turn of events. Uh, We, of course, uh, Thanksgiving last Thursday. Can you believe it's already Monday? But here we are. 
I look back on the time, I must tell you, I had a local media personality join us for Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. We had 27 people at our home. What? 17 of those were children. That is so many people. Oh, It's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. Did you do a kid's table in the basement, or did you do everybody on one level? I actually patented a kid's thing. Uh, We hosted last two years ago, went to my sister's last year. Two years ago, when I debuted this, it was met with critical disdain. I remember this. I sent the kids to the garage. Kids in the garage, yeah. And I said, listen, let's put out a little picnic blanket. You spill stuff on the picnic blanket or on the cement, who gives a crap? So you made them eat on the garage floor. A couple years ago. It was fun. <laughs> you know, crisscross applesauce, and let's have a good time. Then you can run around and all that. So this time, we brought back the kids eat in the garage, but we had two fold-out tables from friends. Thank you. To, uh, to a neighbor and a friend who helped us with that. So they were seated. You got to have a good folding table on hand. You got to have a couple. I got it. I don't know we what don't to have tell any. you. You get them at Costco. You get the ones that fold up. And I've got a couple. Somebody said they got theirs. I said, where'd you get this table? It was a nice fold up one with the handle. And they said, we got it at Aldi. I said, Aldi sells oh, tables? Great. Really? I guess they just have random pop-ups at Aldi. I haven't been in an Aldi in more than five years. But I need to go in one. Just I need to remember what it looks like and what some of their flashy sale items some are. Some of my um, sourdough Facebook groups that I'm highly active in, okay. they um, these sourdough people were super into this sourdough baker thing that you could get at Aldi. At and Aldi. it was like $25 compared to like some of the other brands of these bakers, which people like to have because you can bake your bread and it's like really nice. They're a couple hundred bucks. I was fearing you were going to bring up sourdough today. Yeah, I always do. They've got some secrets. Okay, so then where'd you put the kids this year? The reason I fear it, by the way, Deep Tease, coming up today after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, I learned something brand new, courtesy of this local media personality, about King's Hawaiian Rolls that I never knew. No way. And I want, are we alone? I'll tell you about it after the game today at 1030. Anyway, we had Hutch from KS95 come over. We had, uh, he, he was one of the 10 adults 17 kids, he had his two children were there with him. And so we had been texting and, you know, he joked like, hey, I don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. So then later that day, I was like, dude, you should come over. We, we were having people over. We got a table for a seat for you. He's your neighbor, um, right? And he lives, yes, he lives a few blocks away in Chaska. I don't know where. I've never seen his home. And sadly now he has seen mine. But <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, we, we tell people there's a 1 o'clock to one thirty window. To show up, we'll eat at 2. One o'clock comes, no one there. One fifteen, no one there. One twenty-five, nobody there. One twenty-eight, a car pulls up. It's Hutch. First one. I said, "Listen, I got news for you, Hutch. You're the first person here." Which, of course, he was not thrilled about. Right? He felt uncomfortable with that. And we both did. I mean, it was like, "Golly, can somebody else get here before him?" <laughs> but now he's just sitting here. We're just doing final little touches. Oh, we should move this over here. And you're like, I'm "Hutch, tr- hey, get take the Windex bottle and hit that yes. slider. There's some fingerprints <laughs> exactly. on it." Exactly. Well, at one point I was like, "Hey, I got to go down and check the wings cuz we did turkey, turkey breast, ham, and chicken wings." Yeah, get so I was it. like, "Hey, let's go check the wings. Let's go downstairs." Um, showed him around the yard, showed him the trees. Of course, he was dying to see those. Trap date. And uh, anyway, so, so he was the first person to get there. And then at about 5.30, he said to his children, like, hey, let's let's head home now. And um, we're, we're going out tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So it was a nice day, four hours. So I was like, okay, this, this is great. He's not hanging on too long. Bye. We give hugs. And all right, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for coming. Minute or two goes by. Hutch is at the door again. My 
worst nightmare. <laughs> and I said, hey, what's happening here? And he said, I got this remote start on my phone. My keys are in the car, but the remote start won't unlock my car. Because your remote on like a lot of these Hyundais can open your car. A lot of them do that now. He couldn't get it to unlock. So there was a brief moment. You start to like everything slows down. And it's like you just see the walls are closing in. And I'm thinking, son of a gun. He's going to live here now. This is his home now. Yeah. And we share we share this property. Yeah. At a minimum, he's going to be here for another few hours waiting for like a locksmith to come or a police officer to come with some sort of a wire hanger. <laughs> How is he going to get out of here? How long will he stay? When will I be able to relax? How long did he stay? He got it started about two minutes later. But we had to go out there and it felt very dramatic for a moment of like, is this guy... Is this it? Do we? Is this our life now for the rest of it? It's just us standing outside waiting for somebody to come and help electronically unlock his space car. That was. This is a real step forward in your relationship when you share yeah. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. with like a colleague and like a peripheral colleague. At yeah. that, that is um, that's intimate. That's intimate, intimate, Holly. I, I mean, it's that's very interesting. I like. I think about like the people I've shared Thanksgiving with over the years. Yeah. It wouldn't be that. I'm a very private person, too. You wouldn't believe that. But in many ways, I just very much like my own space. And I like protected family time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he told me that. When he told me that in the cafeteria, like, I don't have anywhere to go. I think I jokingly moonwalked out of the cafeteria and said things like, me not compute. Sorry, no. And then later that day, I was like, wait a minute. This, though, of, of course, he should come over. This is Thanksgiving. Yes, come over. And it was great. And his kids had a great time. And they were so sweet. And they were just, like, so warm and mannerly and so they it was great having them my kids love their kids and Aww. it was uh it was really great that's so what anyway it's all about just bring more people to the table the bottom yes. line is don't put them on the floor in the garage that's why we got the tables <laughs> anyway uh speaking of someone who i would gladly put at the kids table maddie b from tv will join us next he's got three big things that we need to know when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk Don and Steve experience on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. Uh, we've got Elizabeth Reese in for Donna Valentine, who's presumably hitchhiking back from New Jersey this morning. Can I get a ride here? Holly Roberts is behind the glass, pushing all the appropriate buttons. Hello, Holly. Hi. And look at what just crawled into the studio. Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News Mornings and 45 TV. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Crawling into the studio like I'm because I've given because I've given so much you have all morning given long so much. every every last ounce that I had. You know what I mean? I, if, yeah, side. if you watched it on the television side, you saw it was blood, sweat, and tears this morning <laughs> on the newscast. Well, let me start with what a beautiful jacket hey, this thanks, is, man. What's so cold today? I just I'm I'm wearing the coat it is cold. I've I'm never frozen. bought a grown man dress jacket like that that has a really nice print to it almost looks like a burberry vibe j crew outlet baby is that right it's an overcoat because you can wear an overcoat that's what it's called you can wear that over like a blazer Mm -hmm. although i don't know how men do that that. when men wear when you wear a shirt and a tie and a sport coat and then an overcoat the the idea of that makes me start to be like "Ah, i gotta get out of this lots of thickness there's too much fabric (laughs) and the tie so now you're already in a loose stranglehold all day yeah Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. like in the olden days that's how they kept people in line that's why society was a little bit more 
You know, you put, say more of us should be back in ties. If you were back in ties and you were like properly restricted, I think men behaved better. Wow. <laughs> Maybe until well, they see, didn't. <laughs> let's see how well Matt behaves today because he's got three big things. And we will begin with. Hold on. Stop. I have to have a laugh. Because they're really, Steve, this is for you, Liz. Mm -hmm. Steve makes fun of this segment because uh, he joked with me the other day or the other week. One time. This is my story. Stop. And so he's like, you know, you come up and you talk about, you know, opening of a municipal bridge or whatever you do for when you visit. Because this is my boring news that I bring up. He dismisses you. He minimizes you. I know this life. I lived it. You lived it for a bunch of years. Seven long years, everybody. So I'm laughing to myself. It's two in the morning and I'm going through my emails and looking at scripts and I'm laughing to myself because there really is a bridge opening today. No, yeah. are you serious? There really is. Oh it connects gosh. Oakdale to Woodbury. Listen, so. and you know what? The people of Oakdale and Woodbury are saying, bridge. hallelujah, praise the Lord. So Wow. So just for the record. Did they name there, it or anything? Really or? Is the, it's just this, the road name. It's the... What are the oh, yeah. Canada 52 Bridge or whatever. It's like it's like Bailen... I don't know. I can <laughs> oh, make that's it up. exciting, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Bylan, Braden, Burn, it's a lot of bees, but whatever. Okay, oh so that's so it did not make your big three. No, right? so there's a real, let's give you the real <laughs> number one. one. Shopping today, have you minimized the window when the bus walks by? You know, <laughs> I so, haven't you know, started yet, but, I, but I'm going to get some stuff done today. A little Cyber Monday action. So here's the deal um, we might break a record. Consumers expected to spend 12 billion dollars that's that's insane wild to wrap your I mind know, around 12 billion dollars in expected sales today and cyber monday has become more than just cyber monday have you noticed like cyber monday deals started like friday it's yes. great and, and I said, don't feel good, too yeah. much of the pressure today because, like, they're extending these. Go I know, because I told Steve I'm getting, I get all these messages and then I get overwhelmed. But, you know, this is my thing about this. I don't think people are just buying gifts Mm-mm. because... Right. I so for myself and for my this is purely anecdote okay but that like my mom was said oh I save I'm saving to buy the cleaning products yes. that I like because mm. they're only on sale at this time of year yes. so oh. you can yep. and like even supplements and like oh. workout stuff like things that you want you yes. wait until Black Friday or like if you're going to get new bedding or something like exactly. you wait until yep. this time of year to get it and that's so, not a it's not someone's present, you know, exactly. I mean, I really I might I would probably argue that a lot of people it's 50-50 with mm-hmm. purchasing for themselves and then purchasing right. for other people. We had a vacuum cleaner that was dying a slow death. This is a great We literally just bought the vacuum because it was on, you know, the Black yeah. Friday special yeah. Yeah. and it was cheaper than it's going to ever be all year long. RIP so, my former Roomba Phil, oh, he was purchased on. Phil. Oh, oh, God, God rest his soul. Pour one out. Listen, um so I feel like, you know, the news of the day is that some of the Analysts are saying that this could be a record breaker day. Uh, more money spent than ever before. Probably Liz's effect here. She's talking about people saving up to buy the other normal things they need in life. Right. Yeah, that might be adding to the pot. Um, we spent $9.8 billion on Black Friday online only. Good job, everybody. Online nice. only, $9.8 billion on Black Friday. That's up 7.5%. And more people are buying experiences as gifts this Hmm. year than actual stuff okay this is positive for us as a culture i think so this makes me happy this makes me think we're going in the right direction seinfeld says everything we buy is just eventual garbage you just begin this garbage process yeah where in the cycle is it but experiences that's 
That's a great thing. And it lives forever in your memory. This is great. All we need to do is experience things and start to incorporate more liver into our diets. And we will really be on vitamins. Holly, I love you. We're not doing liver. (laughs) I I bet there's a good deal on liver today. Iron? Is it iron? Oh, yeah. It's the most nutrient-dense food. You've got to think about nutrient density. You know, spinach is good, but it's not as bioavailable as the liver. I don't have a degree, so don't at me, dietitians. I'm just saying... Also, Liver. sidebar spinach had the spinach frittata thing at uh, Starbucks over the weekend. How was it? Highly recommended yeah. from a friend. <laughs> Terrible. So that's how I felt recently <laughs> no! about a Starbucks oh, breakfast sandwich. I wanted it to be you so good. Like a it? Starbucks breakfast sandwich I got for the kids after we went to hockey. And then I was like, let's go get mm. Starbucks and it'll be so and it fun. it wasn't right. I tasted it and I was I like, how, where's, the, where's the flavor? That's how right I thought. I thought it was so spinach forward. Anyway, number two. I love when you two are back together because I hardly get a word in as It's just, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's why we have to I'm be just separated. Like shopping disgust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, this is another recall. Don't shoot me, okay? No, this is this good. This is important. important. This is important. Who has a Honda? Anybody have a Honda? I got a Honda. I got a Honda. Honda. I got a Honda. There's a real big recall affecting thousands and thousands of Honda vehicles, including some newer model ones, uh. because there's a possibility that it's missing a critical piece of the front seat belts that would activate and hold everybody in, in oh, place Lord. in case oh of a crash. Gosh. What, what models are we talking 2023 about? 2023 and 2024. So brand new ones actually. Accord and HRV models. I think the, is okay. the HRV like um, like, like the, this, like the, the CRV. Is smaller. Is it the hatchback? No, I have kind of an HRV. Oh, is it okay. smaller than a CRV or bigger? It's smaller. Mm. Okay. It, it is the petite SUV. You don't have petite. a 23 or a 24, Holly, do you? Not that Brand fancy. Oh, so, but if you do, <laughs> folks, if you're listening, you drive one of these, you, you, you'll get a notice. But uh, apparently um, there's a possibility that the, the thing that holds the seatbelt in, in, in place and tightens it upon an impact yeah. and crash, that critical piece might be missing. It blows my mind how these things make it to recall stage. Like, how did that leave the factory? But that's another story. Well, for especially when it's like, it's the seatbelt. Like, you think we've kind of mastered that yeah, part Yeah, crash of it. test dummies. 300,000 mm-hmm. of these. Uh, no injuries or anything reported. They caught it. And they're, you're going to, if you have this car, you should get a notification letter in the mail. That you'll ignore the first 20 in, times. In sure. January. Well, I don't know. This one's kind of important. Plus, Maddie B from TV told you on the radio. So, you'll be primed now. When you get that, you'll know it's a big deal. Yeah. Good, you can, right? And you should say that upon arrival at the dealer, too. Don't just say I got the letter. You say freaking Maddie B from TV. Ever heard of him? My talk brought he told me, me here today. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, mention my talk when you go in for your recall service. It should okay. be. Free. It should be free. Not just not because you mentioned the code word. It's going to be free for everybody. I'm yeah. sure. Okay, number, number three. I love this. Merriam-Webster's word of the year. <gasps> what is it? It is. What do you Can think? You what do you us? think it is? Nope. I just put. I looked at the top line of your email, and that's all I put in was word of the year because I wanted to be How surprised. About a genre or like a realm or is it a slang? It is. It is an. It is an adjective. Is it cringe? Oh, and it starts with an A. No. Oh, I was gonna say Riz. Think no. about all the things that. <laughs> think about all the things in the news that have been happening, and what people think about what they're seeing. And you have questions on if something is adjective starts with the letter accurate. A. <laughs> That's so close. Actually, it's so happening. close. Steve, anything? Uh, I see the smoke coming out. <laughs> Your hair. Not computed. Um, <laughs> but that's actually a clue. Robot. Artificial. Well, yes, but so you want to know if something is? 
Artificial. Authentic. Authentic is the word of the year. That. You guys are really awesome. Authenticity uh, is so hot right well, now. Well, you know, yeah, that's what that's what the the talent coach folks who come talk to us, they want you to be an authentic person when you're on the news. They do. The news yeah. Or, yeah. So yeah. that is it is it is a authentic, word authentic but using like a lot. not not too authentic. Well, yeah, like but don't like let it all hang <laughs> out. Not opinionated, but the might, right yeah. amount of authentic. People might be a little offended. Sure, you're a real person but not a totally real person. Rolling up in your Sweatpants, you know. <laughs> Listen, um, yeah, my so limits. <laughs> no, mine. I'm, that was referring to me, by yeah, the way. That's great. Um, so anyway, but the rise of our artificial intelligence, uh, they think, really contributed to this becoming the word of the year. There were runner-ups, runners-up. Um, deep, that's a good deep question. Fake, deep fake. Deep fake. Yeah, this was a good runner-up sure. and, and implode. Oh shoot! Oh, I'm thinking like submersible, maybe. Maybe, oh, yeah. And people think the whole world is. What just do they do? Is this like based on? Do they choose this? Do they have a panel that chooses this, or is it based on what searches of they the look, word? Or they look on for the searches for the word on Merriam Webster. It's Merriam Webster's. Sure. And yeah. uh, they use the people searching on their site. So a lot of people were looking up authentic. Like, what hmm. does that mean? I guess uh, is everybody struggling with that. Well, and, and also people talk a lot about. Think about. Authentic cuisine is your voice. Is it an authentic voice? Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, being yeah. your authentic self. So anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this this finger waving was not for like. No, a, no, this okay. is ADHD undiagnosed. Gosh, how He's do you just do spinning it, his stuff around. Well, I don't anymore, yeah. and yeah. it's been. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and, and that's how it's been. Well, oh, wait, lift No. Last year the word was gaslighting. The word of the year. So yeah, Boy. gaslighting's a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all need to learn the meaning of that. My goodness, I went probably. Six to ten months of people commonly using gaslighting. And you didn't know. No, I didn't understand. And you know it came from a play or a movie, right? Did it? Where she said something like that light is out on the street light, right? Or something like that. It, well, yeah, we talked about it on the show. And the husband was like, no. And the husband, it was a, it, it was a movie or a play. Okay. Someone look it up because I can't tell. Um, that where the wife was being abused by the husband. Oh. And he would tell her that um that you know he would gaslight her so he would she would say the sky is blue and he would say no it's not oh, i mean it's, it's a form of mental manipulation mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm, like very mm-hmm. extreme and i think maybe the movie was called that or something hold wow. on talk amongst yourselves yeah it's, it is something something like that and i feel like it really wow. has to do with legitimately like a street lamp or something outside of their house and she's like that lamp is out and he's like you're crazy it's a 1938 british thriller play gaslight gaslight by patrick hamilton which Provided the source material for the 1940 movie Gaslight, and then it was remade in 1944 in America, and um, that is where it's the, the phrase, original the phrase comes from. The use was of the there day. a freaking street lamp involved? Just hold on, I'm oh, trying yeah. to figure. He just it throws out. all of this useless biographical hey. information, not useless, but just less useful than the payoff. Yeah, it's him. He's using lies and manipulation to isolate his heiress wife and persuade her that she's mentally unwell, so that she can he can steal from her in the story. The husband secretly dims and brightens the okay. indoor gas-powered lighting, oh. but insists his wife is imagining it, making oh. her think she's, she's going out of her mind. insane. Oh. The term gaslighting itself is neither in the screenplay nor mentioned in either of the films or the play in any context. So nobody's saying he's gaslighting her. Right. It, it is. Later. It's because he's Decades using later. the gaslight gas knob on to them. manipulate yeah. her and oh. to tell her that she's doing something that she really isn't. And then that's how it turned out. That one is a fascinating origination of a term. Yeah, that for, is. For sure. And for then sure. for us to go decades, I would encourage anyone listening 
find someone in your life to gaslight. You know, stop. start oh small. Gosh. Stop it. Oh my gosh, no. See, okay, I misunderstood. It's terrible. What we just said, I think. You don't have Riz for saying that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I you don't. Yeah, yeah. Right. But listen, but he I... is being authentic. Full circle. Hey, thanks for having me. And let's uh, and a huge thank you to all of the truck drivers and other random people who are slowly getting Donna Valentine back to Minnesota. So Just she... it takes a village. <laughs> and I can only yeah. imagine the police escort <laughs> that is happening right now. Matt, where can people follow you on social media? Um, I'm on Facebook and that's it. You're not on Instagram. I've, I have a long time ago. I I just I de Instagramized. <laughs> that <laughs> That's was going to be the Merriam-Webster word of I, 2024. I simplified my. You life. and Megan Newquist isn't I, on Instagram I'm a, either. I'm a, I was, and I just said hey, I don't need this. Matt Belancher. I guess just find him as Matt Belancher on yeah, Facebook. Matt, Bel- Matt Belancher TV Matt on Facebook. Right. I'm proud of well, you for knowing that. We love you. Thank you for coming in, Matt. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow morning, starting at 4:30, Channel Five. There you go. Watch more Five Eyewitness News, seven to nine. He's on 45 TV. When we come back, it'll be time for. If you see something, say something. Two Squid Game contestants, that real-life version of the Squid Game that they're doing on Netflix right now. Uh, yeah, they're suing. I'll tell you why when we come back. To- I've been down this road hey, everybody. Welcome back. Don and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine's got the day off today. She's traveling back from New Jersey, and she will be with us tomorrow with tales of the Garden State and how her Thanksgiving was. How and wonderful. How her travel was. I love that. Got a little hookup from somebody. There's somebody in the building who works at the airport. Okay. Oh, somebody, I thought somebody, this was like a makeout. I was no, like, where are we going with this? There's somebody who, in this big building, yeah, um, has like a side hustle. I know who it is. Okay. Working at the airport. Everybody knows this. Okay, so, so it's rookie. rookie was there, <laughs> and she sent a text, and I think she said that she, uh, let's say, she got preferential treatment. Don't get him in trouble. From not rookie, a different guy, Dookie. <laughs> different guy works for the fan. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I thought this was a good story. I know it is a good story. I won't say okay. I won't say some, what the, he's going to get in trouble. Maybe he Probably. just spoke to her really nicely. Okay, and said like, "Hey, you, I have a wonderful Thanksgiving." Okay, okay, all right, all right. In this short line, okay. I don't know. That could happen. I don't know. I haven't even spoken with her. I flew out of Terminal Two last week, and yeah. um, I got to tell you something. The people at Terminal 2 are ready for a good time. Because it's not stressful over there. I know. And these are people who are going on vacation to somewhere, and they are just ready for a party. Because that barrio that is in mm-hmm. Terminal 2, oh. yeah. 7 a.m., Holly. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, maybe not 7 a.m., but, well, close as, to it. As soon as it opens. Yeah, I mean, I had an 8.30 flight. So it was, like, it was about 7.30. That I were 7.45, I was rolling in. People are there drinking? Drinking? <laughs> yes. I mean, it was straight up Margarita Town. No. At that early. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you all hey, are bold. Just want to get your vitamin C for the day. A lot of people have to drink before they get on flights because they get so stressful, stressed. I, I can't even drink on a flight. I don't like drinking on a flight. I don't like a, a an air airplane buzz. Blah. I feel stuck in there. Oh. I like a buzz any other time, but not then. I feel really like comfortable on planes. I like, and, and you give me a drink on a plane, it's great. Now I'm just like in peak relaxation. I get very nostalgic. I look out the window at the clouds, and I, I think like, how are we up there? And they're. I down feel. Here. Unco- I mean, I feel super comfortable on a plane. I don't have fear of a plane. I think the drinking makes me uncomfortable on a plane. Have a bloody mary at breakfast. It's cute and it's fun. Have a whiskey neat, and you're an alcoholic. I'll hang up and listen. Makes no sense.
Right. Yeah, I can't drink at work, but if a camera is on you, take down as many sips as you want. Honest to goodness. Mm-hmm. I know. It's really confusing. It's a, I constantly have to figure it out. I have seen things, and it is now time for me to say things. Okay. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. You ever watch Squid Game? Never. No, never watched it. I watched Squid Game a couple of years ago. Holly, did you watch it? No, too stressful. Yeah, that's me too. For sure. Uh, I mean, the first episode, things get weird and things get crazy and they get very gory. And there is so much unnecessary, gratuitous uh, violence and bloodshed and all of that. I don't know how we watched it. Lou watched the majority of it under covers. I mean, it was a lot of like, tell me when. Nope, I can't watch this part. Just tell me when. It was so disturbing and that was their intent right was to really shock and awe immediately okay so t- explain the plot of it again then they find a bunch of contestants who are down on their luck this is a this is a fictional show this is fictional right. yes yes this yeah. is fictional there is a a real life version of it now but this is a right. fictional show um, produced out of Korea, and we've seen a lot more Korean entertainment in both movies, and they've been winning Oscars, and in the world of entertainment. It's some of the best stuff that you can watch. And so, Squid Game uh, comes out. This show is about people who are down on their luck, who are sort of at the end of their rope, and now they all compete, some 99 of them, or I forget how many of them, however many contestants, and they're competing for a huge prize. I think it was $45 million or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, wow. That's all they know. They go and they play the game and they say, all right, here's game number one, red light, green light. I mean, I'm going to spoil something for everyone. Everybody knows this by now. It's been two years. Giant doll in the front of the thing, red light. And so everybody stops. Green light. Now all 100 contestants first part, you know, if you're like the top 50 people to pass the finish line, you go to the next round. Still in the runnings for 45 million. What happens though is she says red light again. And then you realize, up oh, a couple people didn't stop quick enough. No. Gunshots start ringing out, blood splattering <gasps> everywhere. And it is graphic, and it is by the tens that people are going down. And then immediately, everybody in that game suddenly realizes you don't just lose the game, you lose your life. You de- you're dead. As the show goes on, fewer people are involved, and the stakes are always that or death. And the games just keep getting crazy, and they are you're on the edge of your seat like, dear Lord, I can't look, and I can't look away. What's going to happen here? So this is why Lou, at times, is like I said, watching through a blanket, like, yeah. I can't see this part. But there was also a really interesting story that was told behind all of that gore, and I would have dialed that stuff down. Give me everything at a PG-13 level, and I feel good about life. This is a hard R. But the story was rather compelling. It is a fascinating premise. I mean, the whole idea is really fascinating. Well, wait until you get the plot twist at the end. Oh, my god! I mean, gosh. watch until the end, and you're like, son of a gun. Oh, now you're kind of selling me on this, even though I might be traumatized. You need to watch the TBS version of this. Wait for this to come to, <laughs> like, just typical cable television. It's not going to. I know, which is why you can't watch this. But that's, like, why I like to watch Love Actually on TBS. Yeah, because, because then you don't have the porn stuff. We're going to avoid the Martin Freeman porn scenes, which I feel just, you know... Makes me feel a little more Christmassy. Are they totally cut out? 
Is that couple totally, totally cut, out. cut out? No, they're not totally cut out, but they just take away a few of the scenes that are yeah. that really drive that home. But then they probably it doesn't really make sense who they are. I don't know. Yeah. I've only seen Love Actually a couple times. I like it so much. Kira Knightley only eighteen in that movie. She was eighteen when she played that role in the movie. Wow. Yeah, and there was a lot of backlash about how young she was. In the, I mean, it's just odd. Anyway, fun back fact. to Squid Game. Okay, Squid Game: The Challenge is a real life game show. That is happening. Reality competition show. 456 contestants competing for $4.56 million. Um, Now, two contestants have decided to lawyer up and sue for onset injuries. They claim that they suffered hypothermia and nerve damage as a result of poor safety standards on set. It was during the filming of the first game in in the reality competition show, which was the same first game on the show, Red Light, Green Light. Where contestants have to stand still when the doll stops singing. But you don't Creepy get shot doll. in this version. You don't get shot in this version. Uh, everybody lives. One person wins a whole bunch of money. But the game took up to seven hours for some contestants to to compete because uh, to complete rather because they had to go through the footage like frame by frame and figure out wait did number forty six move there or not? So there was a lot of stopping and starting and people are holding these positions. And it took such a long period of time that there are people who were saying, wait a minute, like we got hypothermia. It was freezing <gasps> when they shot it. Really cold, tough conditions. And so, some of the contestants are like, look, we're in it for the game. We want to push ourselves. But there have to be some basic on-set safety standards in place so that if we're still trying to compete, we don't have these other issues that happen. So now there are two people from the real game that are suing. Haven't people gotten hurt like on Survivor and stuff? I mean, I would imagine there's been eight thousand seasons. And like of Amazing it. Race, and somebody's been stung by an eel or something. Yeah, right? there's stu- there's got to be somebody. Somebody's gotten airlifted out of places. My guess is these people who are suing. I'm guessing they signed every little last right away. Yeah. When they said, "Yeah, we'd like to do this game." Oh, for sure. They you have, have no rights to. left. So mm, anyway, best of luck. That's happening. Good luck to them. Good luck to Holly Roberts, who will now uh, go about the rest of her day. I need it. Bye, Holly. Thank, thank you, Holly. Welcome back. Uh, when we come back, we have got Mike, the big Zamboni, coming in. We've got a little music news coming your way. Uh, and then I found this cynical list from online trolls that I want to share with you. It's mm-hmm. bands that aren't good. They're not bad. They're just boring. Do you agree or disagree? That next.